having me once again. So, hi everybody. Welcome to All the Feels. Um, you know, Mel is not with us. She has left us for Montana. She's in our hearts, though. She's in our hearts, and we're going to try and fill the void. Erica is here um, co-hosting with me, and I'm super excited and super appreciative. Um, we got to give the people what they want. We got to give the people and they what they want. They want Hallmark reviews. They want Winterfest. Obviously. And listen, I understand why. Yep. Um, so, as you all know, now that Countdown to Christmas is over, that certainly does not mean that Hallmark movies are over. No. They're like, oh, you thought we were done? We yeah. ain't done. They're like, here we are. We got more for you. We have less, but we have new movies coming. Yes. So every weekend, there's a new movie that premieres. We're in the midst of Winterfest. We are two movies in. So Erica and I today are going to discuss the first two movies. Um, and we are doing this in Mel's honor. So this is for you, Mel. This, this one's for you, Mel. So um, first up, our first movie, we're going to jump right in, was Love on Ice. How were you feeling going into just knowing what this, like the watching the trailers, like what you thought it was going to be. What'd you think? Honestly, beyond excited. Yeah, I was like so excited. I was ready for it. We both love anything dance related. We both love anything figure skating related. So like this was made for us, basically. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. So what, so... The basic premise of Love on Ice was the main character, played by Julie Berman, um, is a figure skater, a former champion figure skater, who quits at the height of her popularity and success to move back home to the small town she's from. The movie starts out, you don't know why she moved home. They kind of allude to it, but not really. Um, And she is a waitress in this small town. She teaches group lessons, group figure skating lessons for little kids. And, um, you know, she's just going about her life. She's still loving the sport. Still loving the sport. And there is a young protege of hers in the town who is a really great figure skater, has all the makings of a champion. And so a new coach moves into town for this young girl. I forget what her name is. Nikki. Nikki, yes. And his name was Spencer. Spencer was the coach. He is very cute. Yes. He is very straight. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, Emily. Yes. That's Julie Berman's character, the um, star, if you will. How she kind of falls in love with skating again and gets her confidence back and decides... Through um, through a bunch of different instances, she decides that she is going to compete again, and Spencer is going to coach her. So he is coaching Emily and Nikki. It causes some problems, but it also causes a lot of um, triumph mm-hmm. and happiness as and well. Love. And love, of and course. Love. So how did you feel about this one? Okay. I had one big overall note. Okay. Where was the damn ice skating, Dory? I know. There was not remotely enough figure skating. I agree. I was so mad. Like every commercial break, 
I would stop and write the same thing. Where's the ice skating? You know what? I completely agree. And I also felt like coming off of the Nutcracker Christmas movie mm-hmm. we saw that we all loved, there was tons of dancing in that. So yeah. we got to see that. I also had a big problem with how the skating double was presented because usually they do a little bit of a better job. Like, listen, we know these actors are not actually skating. Right. But every time she Emily was on the ice, Emily, quote unquote, we never saw her face. It was always the back of her head or it was super dark in the rink. And it just took me out of feeling like I was watching an actual skater. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was so like ready to see like a full on routine. I didn't I even you. see that. How and also Hallmark who is known for their montages. There was not one <laughs> skating montage. Instead, I'm seeing her running on the street and you getting her what? cardio in. That's so true. And I was just like or working out in the gym. Yeah, I don't care about the gym. No, we want to see, see her swizzling on ice. Yes, we want to see them dancing on ice, which is what figure skating is. Yeah, I was and like I understand the guy can't skate. I understand that, like you said they can't skate, but they, they could have given me so much more. Like how are you not showing the routine that they're going to that they're practicing for this big competition? I know. If anything it was like, "Oh, give me, you know, a double loop." And then you'd see them like rack focused off of them in the background and I'm like, "Did she just do a double loop?" I don't even know because I can't even see it. I know. It I had that same note, which is really funny. Because I liked it. I liked yeah. the love story. I liked kind of the drama of it all. I thought all the actors were good. But I was like, I missed that component too. Also because I figure skated when I was little. As did I. And so I love, and this is figure skating season. Like all the competitions are starting up. There's going to be wor- um, the world championships soon, U.S. championships. All of that is coming up. So I did miss that component of yeah. the actual. Co- it just it would have sold the movie for me a lot more. Right. Like Because I was really trying to focus on the story. Right. Which I did enjoy. Right. But I just kept thinking, oh, man, wish they would have given me like a little bit more skating. I know. I agree. Because I'm coming and I'm sure you are, too. I watched probably every day The Cutting Edge for when sure. that movie came out. Oh, my gosh. Between that and The Mighty Ducks, it was like all all on ice all the time. And when I think of The Cutting Edge, I think of them training together yes. and them practicing and you seeing like full on the Olympics or did they go to the Olympics or was it? They did go to the Olympics. Yeah. And like full on, you're seeing the competitions routine and yep. you're seeing their routine. And I just was like. They could have at least, even the end when they did the final routines, it was like two tricks and over. I also hated the final routines because they were so dark. Yeah. Because they just didn't want to show their faces. And I was like, come on, there's a better way. Talk yeah. to the director of The Cutting Edge. They should have found some him. Notes. Because the other part that kind of bummed me out was, okay, so speaking of The Cutting Edge, you know the best part of that movie is when they are competing with each other and like trying to see who can get to practice earliest, who can do this, who can do that. And so, and it's a montage. Mm -hmm. That is the, that is one of my favorite parts of that movie. And you're right. We got none of that fun, like the training stuff. Like we got a lot of them 
standing in the middle of the rink like having chats. Yeah. Or sitting on the bleachers having chats. Yeah. Um, but we saw you're right, we saw very little actual skating. But that aside, the I thought the story was cute. And Me I too. really didn't think going into it, I didn't think there would be like a competition between Nikki and Emily. Like I was just I literally was thinking she's going to not be a skate or she's going to give up skating. He's going to come in and get her back into it. But I liked that there was like the whole dynamic of the crazy psycho mom. Yes. Who was like bringing in the old ice skating teacher that Emily, that taught Emily, which was pretty ruthless move, by the way. Very nasty. So I thought it was, I'm glad they went that way as opposed to just keeping it focused on the love story and the two of them. I like that there was like that that extra girl. And I also actually really liked the um relationship between the rush the lady who owned the restaurant, Hildy, and yeah. the guy who owned the skate shop. Oh my gosh. I, how cute was that? I love a secondary love story, especially when it involves like an older couple, like a second chance love. Oh, I thought that was so sweet. They I loved Hildy. I know she was great. She was a great kind of mom replacement not replacement but she was like a nice surrogate mom for Emily because I also another thing I really liked about this movie is that you still felt like Emily loved her life and was happy even though she wasn't the champion figure skater that she used to be like I know that she went back and competed in the end but like when she was just in town waitressing or teaching the kids skating like you never felt like she gave up right on her dreams completely right like she abandoned the sport yeah and i liked that because i think that in life that is much more of a gray area than a lot of times is portrayed you know like something goes wrong and you are for the rest of your life reliving your glory days. Like that's not realistic. At a certain right. point you move on, you get over it to a certain extent and like live your life in a different way. Yeah. It's not like she like hasn't put on a skate in right. eight years or whatever it was. <laughs> and like doesn't even remember the smell of the ice kind of right. situation. Right. So yeah, I think that was um a really good point. I really liked it. However, on that same note about those side stories, I don't they didn't really close at the end like yeah so when what was his what was the guy's name the skate shop guy when he just all of a sudden said what's his name dave dave maybe i think dave um i just didn't understand he just comes up to her and he's like 20 years ago he asked her to marry him and she said no and then like that kind of came out of nowhere like i thought he just always liked her yeah or whatever but then I, like, didn't get an explanation. And I was just like, wait, what happened 20 years ago? Like, why'd she say no? And, like, how has this been happening for 20 years or whatever? But then whatever happened to them? Like, I know. I'm trying to – I'm, like, racking my brain. Did we get a moment no. with them at the end? It just kind of was over. They were, like, in the stands together. But, like, I didn't get an end to that. And I oh. also didn't get an end to the juice deal. Like, you know, the the sponsor of yeah. the juice? Like, the – like the juice guy, the last time you saw him, the um, ex coach was saying, "Oh, Emily quit skating. She's not going to be in the competition." And he's like, "What?" But that's my client, whatever. And then all of a sudden, he's at the rink, yes, watching he's at her, the rink. and then everything's good. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, that kind of missed the mark for me, where I was like, 
I just, I really need like a concrete, like here's they either live happily ever after <laughs> she got her juice deal or whatever the heck that was. I know. So I was just a little like, Oh, what happened there? I know. I, that is kind of perplexing a little bit. Like I'm choosing to believe that everything ended up happily because this is Hallmark. Yeah. But those were definitely loose ends that were left untied. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to bring up one thing that drove me crazy. What's that? It was Emily's fake ponytail. <laughs> Did you notice that when her hair, like when her hair was down, it looked beautiful and normal and whatever. But she had this ponytail that was super long and clearly fake. Yeah. And it drove, like, it distracted me. <laughs> it drove me crazy. I was like, why are they doing that to her? Why can't she just wear a regular ponytail? Why has it got to be long and curled and whatever? I mean, it's not like she's skating on the ice, like, yeah. blowing in the wind. Lord knows there wasn't any skating going on. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Do you think it was one of those, like... You clip it onto your real hair yes, kind of I situation. I absolutely do. Oh my gosh. Mistake. I absolutely do. And it reminded me of in um in Candace Cameron Bure, CCB's Hallmark Mysteries series, the Aurora Tea Garden mm-hmm. Mysteries. In the first movie, she has a horrific fake braid oh, that she Lord. wears. It's like super long down her back. She wears it. The entire movie, and it was obviously a creative choice for whatever reason. <laughs> but it, I still, when I think of that movie to this day, I'm like, why does she have that braid? And this reminded me of that. I'm like, if you have beautiful hair, why are you trying to make? Why do people have to be extra? I don't know. Why do you think that? That's, I couldn't even think of a reason in my head. No, like why? Like who suggested it, and who like ran with this idea? It was just so unnecessary because she has good hair. Yeah, it wasn't like they needed like long flowing locks going on. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, her fake ponytail was for her scenes where she was like doing her cardio, running under that bridge. Yeah, I don't know. Not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, that was that was pretty weird. But I actually love her, Julie Berman, because she was little known fact. Probably lots of people know this. She used to be on General Hospital, which is my soap opera of choice. Like what years? Because I only watched for a very short amount of time. She was like early 2000s. She was, um, she played Luke and Laura's daughter. Lulu. Oh, yeah, I wasn't watching then. I got into General Hospital around like, not even joking, fourth grade. Yes. Fourth grade to like sixth grade, and then I like got over it. Which you was had to very watch your weird, stories, which is very weird. Like at fourth grade, like do I know what's going on? No, I feel like I watched soap operas in elementary school too, though. Yeah, like I used to watch. It's the kind of thing like you watch it when you're homesick. Yeah, you know that and the Rosie O'Donnell show. Yes, back in the day. Oh, Rosie, I loved Rosie too, but she, I loved, um, I loved Julie Berman on General Hospital. So I'm always happy to see her. Side note, she was also in not a Hallmark Christmas movie, but a Lifetime Christmas movie called The March Sisters at Christmas. And it was like a modern take on Little Women. Oh. And she played the Joe character, I believe. But that is, um, that's up there for me as like one of my favorite TV 
movies? Christmas movies. Oh, Christmas. Absolutely. Wow, I have to check that one out. It's really good. I didn't see it. I'm sure they played it this year, and I just didn't. I missed it. Yeah. But it's one of my favorites, and I recommend that everyone go see it. Mel loves it, too. Okay. Yeah. So two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Um, Love it. Um, The other thing that doesn't really have anything to do with this movie, Love on Ice, but I noticed it while fast-forwarding through the commercials. Did you see who's going to be in the Valentine's Day movie? Oh, I sure did. I paused and I'm like, did wait, too. what? I did too. Adrian Grenier. How is Vinny Chase on? Is that right, Adrian? Is that? Yeah. Okay. I always yeah. feel like I say it wrong. No, that's what right. is he doing? What is he doing? I I didn't. I never thought I'd see his face on a Hallmark movie. No, and I was like, oh, so this is where we're going. We're going right to Valentine's Day with, with uh, what what was his character? What is movie character and entourage the? Um, Aquaman. Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, I was like thinking Aquaman. He was an Aquaman, and the other one, Medellin. Yeah. Oh that. man. So th- that's something to definitely look forward to. Oh man, I have that note here too. I said, talk to Erica about Valentine's Day movie with Adrian Grenier and Amy Smart. Can you believe? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, which is so funny because your note, my note says Adrian Grenier's in the Valentine's movie. What? <laughs> So clearly we both, like, were you DVRing and you had to... Fa- Absolutely. But you caught it. Oh, I saw, caught it. I saw that smile and I was like, wait one damn minute. Yeah, rewind. Rewind. Yeah. So I mean, I didn't even pay attention to what it's about. I was just like, I didn't either. wait a second, is he in this movie? I could not tell you what... Something, that they're on a about. bus maybe? I don't know. I saw <laughs> them sitting on a subway or on a bus and that's about as far as I got. We have no idea and it doesn't matter because we're watching. Yeah. How can we not? Which review to come eventually. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Valentine's Day, they have some good ones on Valentine's Day. I feel like there were a couple Valentine's movies last year that I really liked. So um, we have a lot to look forward to. Um, So yeah, like if you had to, if you had to pick like a professional figure skater that could have guest starred in this Love and Ice, who would you pick? Um, what's her face? Sasha, Sasha Cohen. Oh, like, like newer. Like, I yeah. mean, like she's like a couple years old. Like, I feel like she just looks like a movie star to me, though. Like she yeah. looks like she's got that face. Yeah. I thought maybe someone would pop in, but I don't think they, they did. I would have picked my all time fave, Chrissy Amaguchi. Yeah. I loved her too. I got her autograph when I was in third grade. Did you? Yes. And it was like framed on my wall. I just loved her so much. She was such a good champion. She well, was so sweet. Everybody loved her. Yeah. She I'm, is like, she to me is like the epitome of an ice princess, you know? Mm-hmm. And then my boy, Scott Hamilton, would obviously be doing his backflips on the ice. I love Scott Hamilton. Scott Hamilton, who uh, skated in Bowling Green. I was about to say, and he's from Cleveland. And yes. I think he, did he go, I think he went to Toledo. Oh, but he did. skated in BG. I didn't know that he Maybe skated he in BG. Uh, yeah, I knew there, he was from Cleveland. There's a whole neighborhood named after him. What? Like, there's a street, like Scott Hamilton, and they made, an, like, when I, I think it was a newer development while I was there. So it would be like, oh, are you, do you live in the old Scott Hamilton or the new Scott <laughs> Hamilton? <laughs> that is badass. Who knew? Yeah. So I feel like, like, I have, like, a bond with him just because we walked the same turf, I guess you could say. He's one of us. He He's one of us. He's from Northeast Ohio. Yep. 
He's an Ohio boy. Yep. I'm here for it. And he's awesome. He is awesome. He did backflips on ice. Come on. I know. Like, he's a legend. My favorite skater when I was little was Debbie Thomas because she was the only black Mm -hmm. figure skater that I remember growing up when I was, like, really little. Um, And have you heard about what has happened to her life? No. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Good or bad? Like, terrible. Oh, no. So she was on this year. She was on, or last year, 2016. I think, like, over the summer or something. She was on a show on OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network, called Iyanla Fix My Life. Have you seen? I've seen. You know about Iyanla? Yeah. So she was on Iyanla Fix My Life because apparently she used to be a doctor and, like, lost her practice and there had all these financial troubles she is like living in a bed bug infested trailer in the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, oh, yes, yes. How did she let it get that far? I mean, I think that she, when she lost her medical practice, everything just kind of went downhill, and she's like living with this guy. I think they're married, but I'm not sure. Oh, it is just no. not good, and it was so sad because I held her on a pedestal for like my entire childhood because I skated. And when I was skating, there weren't, well, there weren't like a ton of little black girls skating around, but there were several. Yeah. And I think it was because of her, you know, did they fix her life? I think Iyanla tried and failed. Oh yeah. It just was unfixable. I think that when, where I left it, it was unfixed, fixable. And I have not, um, I have not jumped back jumped back in to see how she's doing now oh that's that's a shame guys don't don't meet your heroes and don't <laughs> just crushes your dreams <laughs> just keep them alive in your mind and yeah. don't follow them any further <laughs> oh god just avoid googling just, them because you're gonna be don't. disappointed you're gonna they're gonna lead you right back to their bed bug infested trailer do you think if you got I, I don't know, like, the last time you went, like, ice skating. Because when you go ice skating here in L.A., A, the rinks are, like, the size of a shoebox. Yeah. And there's a gajillion people on there. Mm-hmm. So you're basically just, like, walking on ice. Like, there's no glide. It's just so – it's the worst. They never clean the ice. Didn't we go skating together? Oh, yeah. We the, did the Queen Mary that thing? That was a prime example. There yes. was just – there was no – like, you step on the ice and you don't glide. You just, like, stay put because the ice is so – damaged and like over skated yes. on i remember it was like super lumpy and yeah. gross and yeah. the skates were horrible no like i feel like we need to go find a like an like a rink that we like can like real rent rink. for ourselves and be like okay no. this is open skate yes i wonder if we would do well i think i'd do okay i think we would do well i think that at first it would be a little rough yeah but i think that i'm sure it's sense memory at this point yeah because I, I feel so. like we both skated for a while so yeah. like that stuff stays with you yeah you know I skated until like high school beginning yeah. of high school so yeah oh I do miss it though I like know. seeing the movie did make me like miss it like I miss that being in that like cold right rink and this like you were the saying smell. the smell of there the is, ice yeah. yeah like when you would open the door and you would just like get like Yes. It would just come on to you, like the smell and the feeling and the chill. And I like remember being like, oh, I remember like what the what the rink feels like. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Maybe we should like find like a rink rink. 
I think that we should. I know there's one um, in Burbank. We should maybe try that. Yeah, and be like, listen, get all these people out of there. Can we rent? We should. One of us should have a birthday party there. Ooh, that'd you remember? Be good. Did you have um, birthday parties at ice rinks? When I you were sure did. Heck yeah. I sure did. Yeah. I remember like taking like elementary school. We get on a bus and we go to the rink and we do our like lessons after school. Yes. And we'd like just hang out with your like it was a cool place to hang out. Can we take grown up skating lessons? I really want to go. Yeah, I think so. Let's try it. We need to look into that because P.S. It's an amazing workout. Yep. I bet if we went skating tonight, our quads would be burning for three weeks after. And I would totally get like the old stuff I used to wear. Like I had the skate covers. We do. Like in every color. Because you would have to match like your 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 onesie outfit thing that you'd wear. And you would match your guards to your outfit. And Mm -hmm. did you have like the bag? Like it was like a purple bag that would like flop over. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And remember like... um, the movie reminded me of this. Do you remember? Because Emily had, did Emily have, one of them had like the tan skates and one of them had the white skates. Yes. And do you remember when I was skating, like a few of my coaches and stuff had the tan skates. And so that always kind of reminded me of like the grown ups. Yeah. The tan skate. Yeah. I kind of want some. I know. You know, I always had like the little girl white skates. I had like the wooden, the brown wooden bottoms. Yep, yep. I got my blade engraved, like it had. I did too. It had like your name on it or something, or your initials or something like that. Oh my god! And it was so expensive, and you had to have them sharpened like at crazy intervals, and you just had to be on top of it. The outfits were so expensive yep, too. Yep, Dory. I feel like because people don't know, Dory and I are both from Cleveland, from like opposite sides of the town. Like I'm East Side, she's West Side. But we didn't know each other until we moved out here, obviously. No. I feel like we've probably passed each other. I in think a rank so, too. When we were little, but we just didn't know each other. I 100% feel like we were at a competition or something yeah. and just were, we were definitely in each other's presence and did not know. I know. We were like a misconnection for a child. <laughs> we should have like Craigslisted back <laughs> I then. know. Which wasn't a thing. No, but like I also, my, I had a brother who played hockey. So like we were mm-hmm. all, we were always at our rink somewhere. Yeah. And I'm sure we were at yours and you probably came to mine. Like for I'm sure. telling you. Well, our hockey team was really good. Shaker's hockey team was really good. I'm sure Mentor's hockey team was really good too. Yeah, Mentor's was good. And my brother And I'm sure they played each other. I'm sure. And I'm sure we were at the games. That's so funny. Oh man. And if only like I mean, like, why would you take a picture of like people you didn't know? But like if there was like a group, a wide shot of people in the stands, I bet you we'd both be in there somehow. I know. Anyway. Well, well yeah. I'm glad it took us down like memory lane. If anything, that's why I appreciated the movie. I agree. And I think that I knew I knew that I was going to find something in this movie I liked. So our next movie was dun, 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 A, A Royal, Royal Winter. Winter. So this one, I saw the preview and I was kind of eh because I feel like these royal ones can be hit or miss. I either love them and want to watch them two times in a row mm-hmm. or I'm over it and I'm like, eh, I don't buy it. <laughs> Uh-oh, which one was this? So, well, I want you to tell me what you thought of this because I think we can both agree that you were probably 
a queen yes. in your past life? For I have this really weird feeling that in my past life I was not necessarily royal, but associated with the royals. Because when I went to London and I was in front of Buckingham <laughs> Palace, I had a moment <laughs> where I was like, I have been here before. And again, I'm not saying I was a princess. I was never a queen. But I, I was probably like a maid or a servant. But I swear I was associated with these royal people. You've got some royalty in your blood somewhere. I think so. I really got to like look into this. I mean, you strike me as regal. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> I try. Yeah, I'm so classy. So I feel like this isn't just a feeling. I feel like it really happened to you. Well, let me um, try to recap this movie a little bit. Oh, my gosh. So... This girl who was uh, in Manhattan was probably, you know, fresh out of college looking for her first job um, as a lawyer, trying to go to law school. And uh, in the midst of applying for jobs and hoping to get a response back, her friend, who, by the way, everyone needs a friend like this. Everyone. A girl who's like, no, man, let's just do it. Let's go to Europe. Yes. Her friend invites her to Europe with her. And says, you know, you're not going to hear about this job. Let's just get away and you can have a vacation before you start this hectic life as a lawyer. So obviously she was hesitant at first. Her dad thought she should have stayed and, you know, waited for this job. But her friend Sarah, go Sarah, pushed her and got her to go to Calpurnia. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had a British accent, but it was a completely random other European country. Yes, the fairy tale kingdom or yes. whatever the brochure says. So <laughs> obviously they go and um, she crosses paths with the prince of Calpurnia, who's about to become king. Uh, but she doesn't know it's the prince. So I knew that was coming. And he is literally just about to become king. Like his corona coronation is two days from now. Yeah. Like they're prepping the poor guy. Right. Um, and so, you know, cr you know, crazy meeting. He zooms past her on a motorcycle and runs over her hat. <laughs> and of course, it's like this. Oh, like, who do you think you are situation? And then he comes and asks her out. And, you know, she's hesitant, obviously, because you're in a foreign country. And you're about to just go on, like, a random date with some dude. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they relate on a lot of levels because he is telling her that he feels... He lives a life where he feels forced to do what everyone tells him to do. Obviously, he has a title and a path that he has to go down. And she feels the same way as her dad is pressuring her to become the hottest lawyer at the biggest law firm. So... It was great that they had like that connection. Like, obviously, I just didn't know if it was gonna be like, oh, you're cute and you're cute and whatever. So it was nice right. that they bonded over that. Um, what I appreciated was the fact that early on she does find out he's royal. Yeah, this wasn't a oh, let's wait till ten minutes and be like, oh my god, you're uh, you're the king. I didn't even know. No, she goes to an art museum <laughs> and sees. His picture hanging on the wall and is like, wait a second. I, I just, loved that. I just went out with this guy last night. This is the freaking prince of Calpurnia. I loved that. So he confesses that he liked her because she didn't know who he was. So it was nice to have someone to bond with someone, not just because of his title and his fame. She also very, very much likes kids. She like reads to kids back home in Manhattan. And then she learns that he has a whole foundation that he keeps a secret, which is weird. Like 
why would you keep a foundation to help kids a secret? Right. They're in like some back alley gym or something. That whole, and we'll get to this in a little bit, but that his whole like passion project made me laugh. Yeah. It's a volleyball team slash choir. Slash library. Did you see like that one wall of just books? Like a I floating can't. bookshelf. So I can't. Whatever. So she sees the side of him and she can tell that he's like a really good guy. Obviously, what happens? He takes her to dinner at the palace. Ooh. She meets the mom. Ooh. The mom wants nothing to do with her because Ooh. this is not the path that her son is going down. She's not going, he's not going to fall in love with an American, especially when he's about to be the king. Right. So the the king, prince, I, I, I'm just going to call him the prince because technically he doesn't become the king to the end. He's fighting with his mom saying, you know, he wants to bring, you know, his uh, his title into the new century and he wants to share the coronation with the public and she wants nothing to do with it. that's a time-honored tradition and this reminded me of probably what queen elizabeth went through it reminded me so much of the crown yeah because he prince or i'm sorry no king philip yeah king prince philip i prince, think it's prince prince so if anyone has watched yeah. The Crown, if you haven't, you need to. It's so good. So it's good. on Netflix. Erica and I are both obsessed. But a big part of that show is all about Queen Elizabeth's um, coronation mm -hmm. and how and kind of the back and forth and fight to have it televised and to have citizens be able to feel like they were a part of it and kind of interact there was a lot of hesitation on the part of the royal family about doing it, but her her husband, Prince Philip, really pushed for the coronation to be televised to kind of modernize the monarchy, basically. Yeah. Whenever she decides to let her poor, suffering son, Prince <laughs> Charles, become king, he'll have his coronation. I'm sure it'll be televised. They do all the weddings and stuff on TV right. now. Because this is something you should want to share with your country. And I understand the thought of like, you know, this is a private, like right tradition. Tradition, yeah. But why not share it with the people who you are representing? You know, they 100%. should. They should get to see it. So anyway, he's fighting for that to happen, and then meanwhile, Sarah. No, not Sarah. Um, what was her name? Her name was Maggie. Maggie Marks. Maggie Marks gets a call back from the law firm and they want her to start immediately so now she's faced with this starting to fall in love with the prince but has this job offer and again sarah best friend ever steps up to the plane is like are you crazy you don't want to be in a dead-end job mm -hmm. working a working 18 hours a day and slaving over crap like Everyone needs a friend like this. Like that's kind of how what we were for each other when we were in our darkest days. Uh, yeah, we pulled each other out of many a ditch. Yes, <laughs> yeah. After many a late night of working and crying yeah. and being miserable. And I mean, granted, granted, this was like a move to a whole different country and right. seeing if this thing works out. But good for Sarah for being like, you don't want to live this life. Like you can choose your destiny. So she has these, Maggie has these conflicting feelings about staying. Then we find, and this is where I liked a good twist, mm -hmm. the queen put the law firm up to hiring Maggie to get rid of her. Yep. Did not see that coming. The queen called in a favor. Next thing you know, Maggie's got a job. The queen's trying to have her on a plane out. Yes, yes. And then thankfully, 
Maggie opens the queen's eyes to all the good that her son is doing. Mm -hmm. And the queen realizes this girl really cares about my son and I shouldn't have done that. And she apologizes and then all is well. And Maggie goes to the coronation, which by the way, she showed up like at the end. She missed. She showed up late. She, but still made an entrance. I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. And also that coronation looked weak. It was so there weak. were like five people there. <laughs> they were in like a hotel banquet. It didn't even seem like it was like the the freaking castle. He didn't even sit on a throne. He was sitting on a chair, like a like I have chairs. Yeah. Like the one he was sitting in. Yeah, you want me to crown you right now? I mean, it's basically the same setting. Basically. Yeah. I mean, and like I love how Sarah, the friend, stayed an extra day. She's sitting second row. You think right. she's second row in the coronation? How did Sarah have a better seat than Maggie? <laughs> because maggie showed up late she did not know that her lover king guy was basically like stating the most important words of his life she just decided to conveniently miss it oh my god and totally showed up like in the middle of his speech Mm -hmm. he sees her they lock eyes yes so what did you think of the movie so okay here's here's my thought on it i wanted to like it I tried to like it and there were parts that I did like but what I could not get past was the prince and her and Maggie's chemistry I didn't think they had that much chemistry I I didn't mind it I was kind of like eh. yeah you know like I just didn't and I think it had less to do with Maggie and more to do with him. I don't know. He just kind of bugged me. Have bit. you seen him before? I don't no, think I've seen I've him before. I've never seen him before. Yeah. But what I liked was I liked that. <laughs> I was about to say I liked how normal it was, even though it was completely abnormal, because when does this ever really happen? Right. But I really liked the portrayal of their relationship and how. Okay, you know when she finds out that he's royal? Mm-hmm. You know how in a lot of movies, the girl, and it's always the girl, flips out and is like, you lied to me. You yeah. didn't tell me about your past. You never told me. Like, as if, when is there a good time to be like, <laughs> oh, by hey, the way, I'm the, I'm about I to own be this king country. this yeah. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I really liked that she kind of, Found out what went down, still saw him, was still like, still wanted to stick around, still was like, let me figure out what this is all about. Like, that felt very honest to me because I feel like it's never, I, th- I just think it's so funny to me when people are like, oh, I can't believe you would keep this secret from me. It's like, first of all, we just met. Yeah. Second of all, you're here on vacation. You're not even supposed to be staying. <laughs> like, what did you want me to say? Like, hey, P.S. I'm the king. Yeah. Um, so I liked That's a good that. Point. I just didn't, I don't know. I think it was something about him that bugged me. Mm-hmm. But I love her. Yeah, I do too. She is the girl from Royals. Yeah, Ophelia. Ophelia. Mm-hmm. So I really liked her. I don't know. I wish he felt more, I don't know. Maybe, you know what the problem is? I just wanted Prince Harry and not everybody can be Prince Harry. No, you can't. You can't. I... I don't know, maybe because of my royal background. You were I, feeling this, weren't you? I think I was, yeah, because I love anything royal. And yeah. so I think I was, like, seeing past, like, some of the, the rando moments, you yeah. know. 
Um, but what did you think about how his passion was volleyball? Because I laughed for yeah. 10 minutes straight when they were like, he was like, I want to show you something. I want to show you my true passion. And he walks into a volleyball like court. Like half a court. It was like half a court. Why volleyball? I just could not stop laughing. You would think it'd be like basketball or like cricket. Yeah, I was just volleyball yeah it was weird is the princess the princess play volleyball i i mean they you could, never know you never know maybe in calpurnia they do apparently this, and it his, could be the country's national sport that's right i bet it is <laughs> and that um like community center place i just could not get over the logistics i'm like you got <laughs> kids playing volleyball on this half of the basketball court on the second half of the basketball court you got a stage and seats and choir practice so how are they how are they singing with volleyballs flying past their face i know i was like i'm i don't buy it and i but i did i laughed out loud when the choir started singing (laughs) for shaka oh for shaka like I was like, oh, this is, is this has to be a public domain song. Tell me that that it's free. Oh my gosh. But and that like nursery rhyme. Yeah. Dilly dilly. Lavender dilly dilly. <laughs> I was like, what is this song? Dilly dilly. Okay, I Googled it and it is an old English like nursery rhyme. Oh, so it's like a real song. Yes. Oh, I thought they made it up. Oh girl. And I, I was Googled like, it. I was like, oh, yeah, let's just throw some dilly dillies in there. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea that was a real dilly. song. Mel and I were texting back and forth the whole movie and ending every sentence with dilly dilly. dilly. <laughs> That's going to be my new thing is dilly dilly. <laughs> you got to do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I thought, I don't know. I just, I mean, I liked, like you said, kind of like with the, when they started talking, it wasn't like an immediate like, oh my God, I'm falling in love with you. It was like, oh, she even would make comments of like, it's been a few days, you know, like yeah. reality kind of set in. Yeah. Granted. I still don't think this would ever happen to anyone ever. The one thing I couldn't get past is how this prince got out of the castle so much (laughs) without nobody following him around. Like he snuck out and he was riding his motorcycle. And it's like, that's a pretty loud. You think paparazzi would be following him everywhere. But he was like, every time he would be, they'd be walking down an alley with nobody else around besides that one time where the guy caught him kissing. But still. Right. They had one lone paparazzo who caught one them. One guy. I'm so sure. That's not how it works. And their first date was at a damn coffee shop. I know. And That's like, like if Prince Harry just walked into the Starbucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was just nobody batted an eye. And like that one guy didn't know if he had to bow. So he just, and, and he like listened to the, the, the prince and was like, oh yeah, I got you, bro. Like, right, like right. This, they just shared a look and yeah, he knew, like, he knew to pretend that he was just a regular, normal dude. Like he does this all the time. Yeah. Like I, that's the one part I was just like, man, for a prince, this guy's just running amok all over this Calpurnia streets. Can we talk about the queen? Because oh. she was terrifying. She was so crazy. She scared me. I was like, why is she so evil? Because she is a traditionalist and she was not letting anyone Ooh. ruin her son. Listen, if that was my mother, I'd be out of that castle a whole lot too. I know. And then when she's like, you can't be riding your motorcycle anymore. It's not safe for the monarchy. And I was just like, what? How about it's not safe for his brain and his <laughs> body? Yeah. And little shit as you know, her son's running amok playing volleyball all over the place. Overall, I was fine with this. It wasn't my favorite. 
Yeah, but I was okay with it. It I was mainly because it was very, but it wasn't like over the top top. You know, and I think overall I'm pretty pleased with the Winterfest movies. Yeah, I liked these two; they were fine. Um, I I really liked Love on Ice, minus our um, not enough skating. Fatigue. Yeah, and then we got coming up. We have, is it a birthday wish? Yes, or something along those lines. Yes. And the love locks. With Dying to with see both. With yes, which by the way, you can't even put those locks on those bridges anymore. So you can't. When I was there, well, here's the thing: the 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 bridge that started it, like you're not allowed to put locks on there anymore because it's weighing these bridges down. Oh. But everybody just finds another bridge and starts putting <laughs> locks over there. So I found a bridge and I just put a lock on there and threw the key. So it's like. There's just all the bridges are going to have these locks. But like that one, like, oh, this is the lock bridge. Like, I don't know if that if that one crumbled or or what. Dang. Yeah. Engineers were like, y'all, you got to stop locking this bridge down. (laughs) Yeah. But that'll be I think that'll be good. I could either see see that being really good or really bad. I think it's going to be I think good or bad. It's going to be entertaining. Yes. That's a good way to put it. You know? Yeah. But then it said. Like leading up until Valentine's Day. So I know that the Adrian Grenier ones, but there's like some weekends in between that I haven't, I just haven't noticed any previews. So I'm wondering like what else is to come. I haven't seen any previews either. That's exciting. Do you think they have a Super Bowl movie? (laughs) (laughs) They had a football one last year. They did. Love on the sidelines. Yes. (laughs) But I'm saying like, I want like a Super Bowl. Like, oh, like rival teams and yet they fall in love somehow oh we should write that we should write that we have so many ideas we could just do every every holiday or not holiday but like big event they miss we'll make one for so we'll be like this yeah we could do like (laughs) we could do that we could do like a flag day (laughs) (laughs) movie president's day sure let's give some love there i feel like there was a real missed opportunity with um an election Oh, I bet you they don't even want to go there, though. Yeah. But I feel like they could be super vague about it. Like just two people working on opposing campaigns fall in love. It could be like a city. all the oldest time. Yeah, it could be like for the mayor or something. Yeah. Kind of we would know what they're really talking about. Yeah, or like city council or something. Yeah. But you're right. They probably didn't want to touch this election season with a 10-foot pole. Did any of us? No. Well, Winterfest, man. Winterfest Doing going good. strong. Yep. Um, we have a lot to look forward to, so we will be back. Um, I have also, Mel and I have also convinced Erica to watch some of the mysteries. Yes. So I think next week we're going to get into the mysteries a little bit. We got a new garage sale mystery. Um, there's a new series starring Jewel who knew she acted. Nope. I had no idea. I had no idea either. I think she's going to do okay. Yeah. I, th- I feel you, like you like her like if I like her as a yeah. person so I'm gonna root for her she's likable and I think that if you're gonna start somewhere take it to Hallmark yeah you're a, a nice Hallmark movie mystery is a good place to start I think so yeah cool. so I, I'm hopeful keep our fingers crossed fingers crossed so thank you for listening thanks for having me Dory Mel I hope I lived up to your I, I hope I filled your shoes Mel Mel, we miss you. Miss you, Mel. And we can't wait till you're back. Please uh, email us your notes on these movies, and we will share with the listeners.
And stay warm. Yes, everybody, stay warm during this midwinter fest, especially those in Montana. We're <laughs> looking at you, Mel. We're looking at you, kid. <laughs> All righty. Bye, oh, guys. Do you want to bring up your candle? Oops. Oh, I did have a scented candle. Um, this one I just picked because I got it for Christmas. It is Peruvian white tuberose. Ooh. So that has nothing to do with any seasons or anything. But Mama is too poor to be buying new scented candles every week. Okay. <laughs> so okay. It smells delicious in here. It smells yummy. It's light pink. We got it at World Market. Or my, I should say my friend Emily got it at World Market. So Thanks, Emily. Thanks, Emily, for uh, lighting up our lives tonight. All righty, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.